Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Nice. Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I am Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, we are here in Indianapolis. It's sunny. It's beautiful. We had a great day at the Dental Economics Principles of Practice Management Conference. He got it. <laughs> it only took me practicing like 15 times in the mirror. So let's recap the day. Okay. We All started right. with Brady Frank talking about sort of building a uh, our own DSOs, right? right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the wonderful Chris Salerno talked about systems, the four systems you need in your office. And if I remember correctly, that was a stereo system, right? <laughs> what were the other three? I don't remember. But I really think, honestly, to get the real lowdown, we have to bring the man on. We kind of Salerno, get up here and get mic'd up, buddy. All right. Everybody, Welcome. give it up for Chris. Now, Chris has been on the show before. I have. Chris, you practice in Melville, Long Island. I do. Strong Island. And you put on this conference. All you. All by yourself. Uh, very much not. Uh, it is a team, and uh, we have uh, the wonderful Penwell Dental Economics team that put this conference on. I just show up and shake hands and kiss babies. Uh, I didn't they, see any babies. No, there weren't. Uh, we failed on that front. I'm sorry. Well, just wait nine months. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Too soon? No comment. <laughs> After Chris, we had, uh, who'd we have? We have Tim Twig. Yeah? Yes. Talking yes. HR, which HR is great. Guru. Mm-hmm. Uh, it scared the hell out of me because I don't do any of those things. Yeah. Uh, by show of hands, who uh, was horrified when Tim Twig was, was speaking? Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the room, for those Everybody, at home, the yeah. room is raising their hands. All the HR <laughs> things we're doing wrong in our practice that could lead us to get sued. That's awesome. Thank you so much for ruining my day. <laughs> I think I got the high score. Yeah, yeah. that was, yeah, that that was it's a, a yeah. tough one to chew for. Uh, and then what, what, I'm trying to remember. It was a blur after that. We had a, a round table on marketing, which yes, is fun. Yes, which you were featured in. I, yes. Yes, um, and that was fantastic. Just a, a rapid fire, a bunch of questions uh, featuring uh, yourself and the CEO of Clear, Dave Monahan, and also Ryan I used Vett. Clear as, as a TSA substitute to get here today. Oh. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah, it was great. lovely for them to show yeah, up. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then after lunch, we, um, what was after that? Who was you? After, oh, it was, it was right after lunch. You I don't remember right after the lunch. day rush today. Okay, kind so of then blur, I went, so that yes. was fun. Yeah. And then we went to, we just went to a great steakhouse. That was good. We did. And then now we're here. Now we are here. We so, had, went to the famous uh, Harry and Izzy's where uh, you, you, the dish to get is the uh, shrimp with cocktail yes. sauce. But it's a very special cocktail sauce. I uh, formerly did not have hair on my chest. 
And now I do have hair on my chest after that. Mazel tov. Uh, it was great for when you have a sinus perforation, when you're extracting a maxillary molar. <laughs> you could give somebody that cocktail sauce, oh. and it would clear everything up. Right up. It was, it was a, a very good dinner. We had yes. a great time. Uh, we, had, we got to spend some time with uh, Mike Maru, uh, who's here, who yes. has a million dollars in debt. So um, <laughs> shout out to Mike. When you talk about a high score, Mike has got it. Um, so we get to hear from him tomorrow. What else is tomorrow? Uh, oh, geez, you're putting me on the spot. Who else is uh, who hasn't gone yet? Mike Maru and. Um Oh, Alan Schiff, of course. How can I forget? The great CPA, uh, dental CPA, Alan Schiff, is kicking it off. And then nice. we'll have another uh, transitions roundtable. Nice. Yeah, it's going to be great. So if you didn't come to Indy, you missed out. That's it. You missed out. You should come at the next DEPPM conference. Yes, absolutely. Whenever and wherever that is. Just yet to be announced. Be. Yet to be announced. Right. It's top secret. It's in an envelope. And uh, we won't reveal it. So don't ask. It was Moonlight, I think, was the, right. was that the Oscar winner a few years <laughs> That's ago. That's right. Yeah. Well, Lance, this is an advice show. Sometimes. Uh, we answer questions from our listeners. We answer questions that we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? Heck no. <laughs> it's a little different than our normal uh, intro there. Um, we don't want a bunch of boring questions like, what's the best dental publication? Because we all know that dental economics <laughs> is the greatest dental publication of all time. Why we am I want the only one clapping? The questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Question one, Daniela asks, I work as an associate. The owner dentist placed two implants on a patient for an implant retained bridge. I did the restorative part. The owner dentist took the bridge out of my production because according to him, placing the implants is the hardest part. Restoring it hardly takes any work. Any suggestion on how I should handle this? I already confronted the owner and he is not willing to budge. All right, so I have some thoughts. I bet you do. Guys, I have two dogs. I have a Golden Doodle and a Labradoodle, and okay. bear with me here. The Golden Doodle's a year older, and, and he's about 15 pounds bigger. Okay. And whenever we walk those sweet, sweet furry boys, they like to pee on everything. <laughs> Rocks, yes. Okay. Street signs, yes. All right. Curbs, absolutely. Anything and everything. Now, here's the deal. The bigger dog mm -hmm. has to pee last. So okay. if they both mark something, the bigger dog has to go last. So this sounds to me mm. like a good old-fashioned pee-pee contest. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. The older, We've all been there, right? The, yeah, it, okay. it, absolutely. And I'm assuming the older and fatter dentist, uh -huh. because it's always, well, almost always the case. Right. Well, thank right you. Uh, he's flexing his proverbial muscles here, right? And he's making a power play. Okay. So how can the younger associate kind of carve out some dominance in this dynamic? Any ideas? Right. Hmm. 
Can I get a uh, like? What's the stature of uh, of this associate? Do we have any guesses? We I don't have. I didn't ask for like cup sizes, Chris, <laughs> oh. or um, any any like lingerie types of, of deals. So I, I don't have that type of information. Yeah. Although I appreciate that you would put that kind of qualification as to what her physical appearance is and how you would answer this question. No, I, I didn't know such thing. Hashtag me too, Chris. <laughs> Shame on me. <laughs> Listen, Josh, uh, just because uh, this is a lady we are speaking about doesn't mean she can't be physically intimidating. She doesn't have to rely on her uh, sexual features, secondary sexual characteristics to intimidate a man. She can do it by sheer brute force. Yeah? I think so. Okay. All right. Well, I think we have a, an example we in this. We do, in and I was going to bring her up. <laughs> I was going to bring her up. Um, are you familiar with the term that kind of trends on Twitter, BDE? Uh, explain that to me. Do you know BDE? No. Okay, BDE stands for big, and then a word that starts with D. Energy. Okay. Uh-huh. So we all know people in our lives who have BDE, right? Okay. Matt Winstead right here has BDE. For sure. I would say, right? For sure. Does Matt Winstead have BDE? <laughs> totally has BDE. Yes. So she needs a BDE. And right now he's pushing her around because he can't. And she needs to start showing that he can't. So I think like maybe she starts showing up to work on a motorcycle. Mm. Okay. How about she gets like a neck tattoo? Not where you can see all of it, just a little bit of it. Where you're like, is she in? Yeah, it, like I, maybe I don't want to know for sure. Yeah, but maybe. And here's the other thing I thought of: she needs to cut, get a laceration over her eye. Okay. Mm-hmm. Come into the office with a, a couple stitches up here, and when anybody asks how it happened, one word: the octagon. It happened in the octagon over the weekend. <laughs> right. If she says that. I guarantee you, he will not screw with her anymore. That's because good. you do not screw with somebody who got cut in the octagon throwing punches. No, and I would always rely on if you show up with bruises. Uh, what, what's that all about? Well, the first rule is I'm not allowed yeah, to talk, not allowed about, to talk right. about it. Right? Yeah. So in the audience here is the ninja dentist, Desiree Walker. Desiree, give me a flex. Yeah, look at that. If you get diesel like Desiree... There is no way the senior doc is taking that bridge off of your production. No, absolutely not. Hello. Not absolutely happening. Not. No. So no. Daniela needs to get yoked. Yes. <laughs> that means strong, right? I think it means strong. Okay, excellent. Sure. excellent. I don't really know. I don't really like, I'm not going to be ripped ever. So these are just terms I've heard other people use, right? Uh, like IRA or 401k, those are terms I've just yes, heard other people I hear use. Them right. about. Yes. Yeah. Um, Lance, do you have any ideas about uh, about how you deal with a senior doc who steals production? Well, you know, the, the Seattle protocol doesn't isn't just for employees. So. <laughs> For the uninitiated, Lance has something called the Seattle Protocol, which is how he deals with almost any problem with his dental team, which is you fire them immediately. Yeah, That's the Seattle Protocol. It's easy. It's clean. It's, it works. It really works does. for you. It really does. <laughs> yeah. It really, it really I, does. I joked with Lance before because he was in Tim Twig's presentation, uh, which brilliant presentation on HR. And I was looking over at Lance as he was, uh, as Tim was was giving his presentation. You just saw Lance like, oh, <laughs> you can not fire them. Sometimes. It was weird. It was. It was. It was like the first them. time Copernicus ever talked about how the sun, <laughs> the Earth revolved around the yeah. sun and not vice versa. People were like. What? Never even fathomed there that was that a was light bulb. possible. You could almost see the light right. bulb. Yeah. 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 Um, besides the Seattle Protocol. Oh, okay. um, 
How is the how is the associate going to fire the older doc? You're talking about the older doc firing the associate. Well, I, I meant more of a, a literal okay. fire, like cut them out of your life. Well, or set them on fire. Oh, okay. <laughs> Make it look like an accident, of course. I mean, let's not be silly. Um, in the forensic files episode, in about two and a half years, when they talk about how this young dentist burned this older dentist house right, down, right. they're gonna show this episode recording. Okay, this might. So not... this will be great. So yeah. to whoever the narrator of the forensic right, files right. is, I hope he says my name correctly. <laughs> what are the odds? Fantastic. So you worked as an associate at some point, yeah or no? Uh, recently, I had the opportunity to. Um, uh, travel a little bit and work in another office uh, part time, and uh, there there became some conflict and some friction. Yeah. It actually, it was about some productivity. And Did you just start peeing on stuff around the office? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought about that. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, easier for you than it would be for Danielle. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. It takes some yoga, I think, for Danielle to That's start right. marking territory. For sure. For what, sure. Did you ever have a senior doc steal production from you? Oh, a hundred percent. And it was done in a very like passive aggressive way. Like you tried real hard this month, buddy. But you know the way I'm calculating it. Oh, you just missed that bonus. But you know, better luck next month. Oh. Yeah. So I keyed his car. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. You should have. I yeah. should have. I would have felt really good about it. Yeah. So if, for those of you that are listening to this for the first time, our typical shtick is that we give bad advice, right? So that's obviously like... Because you couldn't tell. I think you picked up on that. And all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but we all know what the right advice here is, right? Get the hell out of yeah. that job. Like, oh, yeah, if you know about this time that he's screwing you, how many times is he screwing you that you don't even know about it, right? So I think this is... You've got to leave. Yeah, there, this there is a perfect option. indication for you to leave this job. Yeah. And that's that's what I did with that right. other job. I, they just get, hosed you to the point where you couldn't take it anywhere. Exactly. So if you're going to get stepped on by a dominatrix in high heels, you at least want to pay for it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, with discretionary income, not out of your production. Well, and I want to smell the leather. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Daniela, you got to leave, right? Run, run, don't Yeah, walk. you got to get out of there. There's better places for you. Never stay in a crappy job just because you're afraid you won't be right. able to put foot on the table. I don't know of any starving dentist. You can always get another gig. You'll be fine. Mike looks pretty thin, though. I don't like you. How much? Mike's, Mike's about 6'4". He goes, 140, 145. <laughs> So there, yeah. So uh, maybe that's the one. Although he did have French fries at dinner. He did. He splurged. Okay, good, good, good. So I did observe something today. We do it. We we mentioned the ninja dentist, and I saw the ninja dentist do something today. I'm going to call you out a little bit. So we're kind of on a on a, a bot, or we're on a kind of a second floor. The lecture is a level below us. Yes. All the breaks are up here on the second floor. Below us is the lectures. Yeah. I saw the ninja dentist who does pull-ups in her office in between patients. Am I right? Not just pull-ups, but rows and everything possible. Yeah? She took the elevator down a floor. <laughs> now, here's the only thing I thought of. Mm. Is that every action movie, have you ever seen, like where they go through the top of the elevator? Oh, and yeah. they get to the ca The cables are apparently right there. Always. Because right, the elevator's on fire. Right, and they have right, to, right. Yeah. It's going to fall. And then you, so the only thing I could assume is that she went through the top of the elevator and then climbed up the cables because she needed an upper body workout. Is, am I right? I think you took the wrong stairs. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I was missing the 
Yeah, I would have expected, it, given the choice of walking down a flight of stairs or taking the elevator, I would have expected the ninja dentist to take the stairs. Yes. Maybe not only like on her feet, but maybe on her hands instead, like something like that. Like that's what I was I, expecting. I've, I've, I've seen on her Instagram her doing yeah. crazy stuff. And then stuff to see her that. take the elevator like a type two diabetic. I'm just telling you. <laughs> It, it was like going to play golf with Tiger Woods or whatever, watching him blow a three-foot putt. Like, I was just like, everything I know is a lie. <laughs> Sorry, I had to put you on blast. Was, you know we love you, Desiree. <laughs> All right, so question two. Chris, you're going to stick around for this question, yes. and we're going to kick you the hell out of here. Sounds good. Um, question two. Leah asks, potential new hire for front office has a tongue barbell. We have a pretty traditional type office. Probably wouldn't go over well with our older patients. How would you handle this if you want to hire her? When I read this question, I had to ask myself, Lance, Chris, does your front desk person make out with many patients? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I like to think I have a thorough interview process. (laughs) However... We are not currently conducting cavity searches, and so for that reason, I must ask, how does this person even know? How do you know they have a tongue barbell? I don't even know. What, when you talk about an intensive interview process for someone with a tongue piercing, some imagery comes to mind that we might have to consult with Tim Twig on the legality of Where's Tim when you need him? Yeah. Lance, have you ever had a uh, employee with a piercing? I mean, besides a traditional one. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. What piercing was it? Uh, nose, nose piercing, uh, and the little one at the, the eyebrow. Okay. So you're in Seattle, Washington, yeah. which I yeah. Freaks. So mm-hmm. t- how do you handle the nose? What what type of nose piercing was it? Was it the one like, it was like a little stud, little through, diamond through here, yeah. like through this part? The one I, it always makes me think. If I had one of those, I just feel like I had a booger in my nose all the time, right? <laughs> how do people like live with that? Well, no. actually, so my my 16 year old daughter decided one day to do the same thing, Ooh. and that was the reason why she no longer wears it. Because she you felt, felt like, felt she, had like she had a booger. Yeah. All the time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, what did you, you ask them to take it out? Nah, just they just okay. Yeah. But it's Seattle. That's it's Seattle. In Seattle. I mean, right. yeah. In Seattle, it is. No. So, it's, the facial piercing though—that's a mild facial piercing though. Yeah, it, it's pretty mild. I think had they had those gauges in their cheeks yeah. where you can see their teeth. <laughs> yeah, that's then, a bad look. Okay, maybe it's a maybe bad not. look. Yeah, it's know. a bad look for the We're practice. We're a dental office. Come on. We're not. Yeah. Yeah. What about what if they would have like the bull ring? Mm. What do you do about the bull ring? Uh, now, if you're in Chicago, I think that plays great. Right, right. Chicago Bulls, like, we're, <laughs> hey, she's a big Scottie Pippen fan. Way into That's it. right. Big time Scottie Pippen fan. Yeah, um, as we all are. What would you do? Yeah, who doesn't love <laughs> I mean, Scottie? Come on, Pippen. Who doesn't love Scottie? What would you do about the, the, the bull ring if you had. You know, I think you could. I think you could fly where you are. Yeah, where I live, it'd probably be just, just fine. Right. Um, my initial thoughts would be to request maybe during work hours to. Change it right. or something. But I'm gonna I'm gonna shock your world here. Yeah, I bet. I've never had a piercing of anything. So my experience with like girlfriends and and ex wives who've had piercing in their ears <laughs> is if an earring is out like for 14 seconds, the hole closes, right? Mm. So if you ask them to take out their nose piercing through the day, does it close? I, I think that you have a period of time. After okay. a while, correct me, I got three daughters, and I'm pretty sure they've left things out. When you for had your Prince Albert, what what was the protocol? <laughs> <laughs> 
So I, I think there is a, a period of time you're okay. <laughs> okay. Have you ever had a patient, or have you ever had a uh, team member with an aggressive piercing? Aggressive piercing. Uh, I did have someone who had the the horseshoe thing, but they would just flip it in. Apparently, that's a thing oh, that's you can do. Yeah, yeah. Just go like. Whoop. Really? Oh. Like a convertible. like, And then you can't even detect it. That's super handy. It is super handy. I'm going to go get one. <laughs> what time is it? Sold. <laughs> let's all get pierced tonight. Yeah, yes. tonight. Tonight the night is young, guys. The we, night let's is let's young. all get piercings. Let's so do it. I feel like, I feel like <laughs> if there was the right employee, I don't think I'd let a piercing get in the way. Oh, that's such a good point, right? So if they're hitting every part of your very thorough interview process, uh, but they also happen to have a neck tattoo or whatever, you're like, oh, I wouldn't outright, outright, like, count them off. If they are just, like, answering all the questions, they're they're so energetic, they're a superstar, like, maybe this will work. What do you guys think? Would you, if you found, like, the perfect employee, but they had an aggressive piercing on their face? I'm yeah, seeing a lot of heads. Thumbs up no. or thumbs down? Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, like wow. So it's a, it's like That's a total mixed, than I mixed room. Yeah. It's yeah. a total mixed room. I think it's really hard to find people, don't you? Yeah, the, oh, my God. I'm getting yeah. a no. It's yeah, easy it's to find people. No. That's, I think the, that's a hell no. here is like it's easy to find people. If you got a piercing, <laughs> I'm out. Wow. Well, where, are you, where are you from? I'm just curious. Um, Central Illinois. Illinois? Central okay. Illinois. So apparently, if you need dental team, just travel to Central Illinois. They grow on trees. You can yeah. find one easily super without any problem. It's hard. Okay. okay. But you would still outright like no. Okay. What about like pink hair or something? <laughs> I, I, I think that's fine. Sure. Pink hair, purple yeah. hair. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. This is a very it's divisive topic. It is topic. very divisive. Interesting. It's very I, I divisive. didn't think it would be that divisive. Where do you stand on tattoos? What's oh, your tattoo I, I deal? I don't care about tattoos, but if you have a tattoo above, like, your collarbone, so the neck or... Yeah. I mean, clearly a facial tattoo. You've seen some shit. Yeah. Like, I don't <laughs> Something know led to that. that I want a facial tattoo person in my practice. Neck tattoo... You're, you're in the crypts of the bloods or something, so I have to do a more thorough background check. Now, doesn't teardrop, doesn't that mean... So the teardrop is who I want as my collections person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you've got a teardrop tattoo, you can collect some money. I guarantee it. Yeah. And if they yeah. ask for a raise, you give them, them, yeah. to give them the raise. Yeah, yeah. No questions asked on the raise. No questions asked. Well, I think we, we did some good here. As no. far as, as Leah's question, I think... No, Fred, you this is a tongue piercing. <laughs> tongue piercing. How are the patients <laughs> ever going to know? Yeah, Can we the put patients that to the room? are cleaning. Yeah, would you guys hire somebody with a tongue piercing? All the guys raise their hands. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not oh, saying okay. anything. We, right. we have a guy with the thumbs down. He's obviously okay. never experienced the wonder of ecstasy. <laughs> That is having an employee who has a tongue piercing. You didn't let me finish. Right. <laughs> um, so it is mixed. I don't, I don't th- if she was a superstar, it's not stopping me. Not at all. No, no. It's not stopping not, not me. me. So, Leah, I think hire this person and just hope she doesn't make out with or perform any unspeakable acts on your patients. And they'll never even know. That's probably a safe one. Yeah. So, Leah, I think you're good. Right? We've helped her. Yeah. Chris, it's a pleasure as always. Thank you for the invite. We're, we're thrilled to be here. You were great as always. Congrats on a killer conference. Thank you, my friends. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. Thank you. Big round for Chris Salerno, the star. We're going to bring on my good friend. 
from Oral Arts Dental Lab. Talking about tongue piercings. Oral Arts. <laughs> it makes sense. Dental Lab. It's a different thing. There's a lot we can talk There's about. There's a lot we can talk about. <laughs> uh, owner of, dental arts, of, of Oral Arts Dental Lab uh-huh. and also certified dental technician, Matt Winstead. And, and I think point of personal privilege as well as full disclosure, I'm a customer of Oral Arts Dental Lab. Oral Arts gets, I'd say, 85% of my work. They're amazing if you're looking for a really great lab who will listen to what you need, who will do things technologically in the 21st century. Oral Arts is the way to go. I want to tell you about something that we we can do that you've never had us make you. Yeah? Oh, God. All right. Let's, (laughs) Let's do this. We've made an oral fellatio appliance. Really? Yes. So can you tell me some details behind this appliance? No. This is strictly for education. All I can say is we've made one. Is this obviously for the person? It's a HIPAA violation. I can't say anymore. I didn't ask for their phone number. I'm just asking some details about the appliance. Like what would I prescribe on my prescription form? Solid acrylic. Okay. Are we going to do this in a color? Are we going to put any designs or anything? Glow in in the dark. Okay. All right. There's custom shading and. So oral arts gets about 85% of my work. 80-85% of my work. Anything, if it's something that I need something done local for like a shading or something like that kind sure. of deal, difficult shade, I'm working with the local lab. Everything else is going to oral arts and Appreciate I get great it. results. So so I, I've been to the lab. It's a great lab. And I'm telling you, I don't get money from you, right? You're sponsoring this, but I'm not seeing any I of that. That's all going to Pinwell. <laughs> so, I haven't even bought you dinner. I know. Never. <laughs> ever. So I, I'm a big fan of, of Matt Wentz. It's a family. One of the things Love, family owned lab, right? That's right. It so, is. not every lab is family owned. Uh, in fact, I would say most labs aren't, right? And so, this is a, a big lab that has full support that's owned by someone you can call and talk to, right? And, call and me I, anytime. I refer people to you all the time. I say, call Matt. You talk do. To Matt. You do. Yeah, call Matt and talk. You probably hate that. <laughs> uh, but, but I appreciate it. So, we got a lab question for you. Okay. Bring so, um, Eva emailed in and she asked, What temporary cementation technique have you used successfully on temporary Maryland bridges? So when What's I read it? this question, I had two thoughts. My it's first a, thought is there's no way. It's, it's impossible. a double negative. It's exactly it's impossible <laughs> to temporarily cement a Maryland bridge. It's or already temporary. Is it's already temporary. <laughs> no matter what you use, it's temporary, right? right? So what's your remake on Maryland bridges? Uh, it's 10.71%. Versus a uh, single unit crown is? It's about 43 Okay, so it's more than double. Over double. Over okay. double. Are you a fan of Maryland bridges, Lance? I don't think I've ever done one. What? Sorry. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Holy moly. So I'm not, I, I don't love Maryland Bridge. Don't get me wrong. But I do think there's a time and place for one. Do you not agree? So here's, I do not agree. Here's my time and place. <laughs> 14, 15-year-old female. Okay. Who yeah. congenitally missing laterals. Orthodontist opens the space. And she's six, five to six years before you can put implants in. Okay. I'm not going to prep down a virgin, no pun intended, but partially pun intended, <laughs> <laughs> number eight and number six to put a 
fix partial denture in, no. to me, that's the time to do a Maryland bridge. And I always tell them, hey, this sucks. This thing's going to come out all the time. You're going to be seeing, like, I'm going to give you a membership card to come and get punched so you can get a free frozen yogurt <laughs> after we resubmit this for the 10th time. Right? You know what's funny is... People want zirconia Maryland bridges now. Which is hard to find. How are you going to broaden that? Panavia V5 would okay, be my, okay. but even still, it's, you're better off with Emacs, or I would say Seltra Duo, something like okay, that, yeah. right? You can etch it. Or, or um, what's the, um, what's the, Telio, Telio CAD, like okay. a resin that you can etch you and can bond, etch, right? right? So, I don't, yeah. what, what would you do on the 14, 15 year old, congenitally missing laterals, gone through ortho, now they have a space? How do you manage that Well, space? first of all, I'd be like surprised that I even have um, children in the office, so <laughs> we don't see a whole lot of Kids. I'm 15 year old, not a kid. I don't know. What's okay. the definition of a kid? Uh, what's that? Yes. So I was going to ask you about, yeah, I was going to ask him about the wings and the, and the differences. Right. 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 Yeah. The, uh, the forces. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it works okay. Yeah, and you can at least nurse them through for five or six years, right? So the advice for those listening, in case that didn't get picked up, yeah. is this: that we was talking about having a central incisor, having the wing off just the one tooth, and yeah. not uh, not on both right. teeth. Yeah. So what's your remake? Or you, so I've ordered a, a Emacs Maryland bridge from you guys before for number seven, uh-huh. and I ordered it with one ring, one wing, and th- somebody called me and said, "We're not warranting this." <laughs> Does that sound familiar? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> Who's in charge of your fixed department, Matt? Not many doctors know that you can do one wing. Right. Yeah. Because one wing, if you do two wings, one wing always breaks. Right? So you end up with the one wing just bonded to the tooth, and then you have it's being held on by the other wing. Right. So let's just start with one wing. We shouldn't mar- uh, warranty any Maryland bridges. <laughs> yeah, no, I would, that's a good, a good Whoever deal. said that good, should just uh, say it every single time. Upper Maryland bridge. Right. I think lowers do better, right? right. Would you agree with that? Sure. <laughs> So it's the guy who's never done one. <laughs> that's that's why it sounds good. That's really it's never good. a definitive restoration, though. Right. That, that's it's never a definitive. It's always a temporary that I'm trying to nurse somebody through. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to nurse somebody through. So I don't know. what. How many Maryland bridges do you think you make in a month or a year? 50 last year. 50 in all the year. <laughs> the I think you made four of them for me. 50. <laughs> wow. That's not a lot. How many, so many crowns all. in a year? Just get off the top of your head. Guesstimation. It's 3,500 a week. Oh my God! So not so many Maryland bridges. Yeah. yeah. So that's a, a gross difference <laughs> between those two. Quite it's a, a grain of sand. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not the only one that's not doing yeah, them. No, apparently not. <laughs> I'm the weird one. Apparently. <laughs> I think so. Me and Eva are the two weird yeah, ones. Right. Right. Um, I so here's the hard part of those is temporizing those because you don't temporize them, right? No. You have a dent or tooth or something like that with some wire, and you have to just bond it on with composite, and then you have to grind the composite off when they come in for the seed, right? It sucks. I get it. The whole the whole situation sucks. Right. So you have to manage it with the crappy thing. To me, that's better than a flipper. To me, that's better than a ponic on a retainer or whatever it may be. I just think that's the situation for Maryland Bridge. 
You got it, Don't buddy. send them to Matt, though. Don't send them to Arch. Is that what you're telling me? Take your 50 and send them somewhere else. Somewhere else? else? <laughs> what? So when you look at, like, profitability of stuff, oh, right? No, no, no. Here's another thing. We seriously make them, like, three and four times yeah, in the, the lab before you ever get them. Yeah. No, no, no. because oh, they just break get, while you're processing? Yeah, yeah just getting yeah. them to fit, and they oh, break, God. and it's horrible. Now I feel bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to be thinking about Matt just sweating at a bench, just trying to design something on Exocast. And milling and breaking and having a bad it's day. It's terrible. So, it, Matt, what's your Instagram? Because I want our listeners to go look Matt oh, up on Instagram. Dental. No, 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 no. I don't no, want no, to no, follow no. me. Follow the <laughs> no, 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 no. I want Matt's Instagram. Oh, okay. It's empty Winsty. W-I-N-S-T-E. So we talked a little bit about earlier about Desiree being diesel and shredded and all that. I was shredded in another life. You're no, dude. You're yoked now. No, 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 no. Those uh, days I'm are I'm sorry, you only have six abs instead of nine. I'm sorry. <laughs> Going downhill, buddy. What happened? She's getting old. What do you mean getting old? Turned 37 next oh month. Oh, my gosh. Lance, he turned 37. <laughs> <laughs> Go kill yourself now. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, Matt, if there was one service that Oral Arts offers uh-huh. that you think is above and beyond... Definitely on Maryland Bridges. Maryland Bridges. We heard, you heard it here first. No, seriously. Like, if you could say, like, if, if somebody came to you, the Grim Reaper came to you and had the, held the scythe to your neck and said you could wow. only do one service at Oral Arts Dental Lab, what would it be? Removables. Removable. Now, that's your background, right? You're a removable yeah, guy. Yeah, now, it. you told me at lunch today that you guys have some new technology coming. Printed dentures. Okay. Tell me about that. Like a dot matrix, like a Hewlett Packard? We use, okay. Uh, you know Adidas shoes. They're printing the soul of the shoes with carbon printers and those are the same printers so we use. Carbon printers. Carbon printers print seven dentures in an hour and 20 minutes. So that's going to make oh, our wow. denture lap fee go down to what? One ninety nine. Holy moly! Wow. One ninety nine. All right. So, are you printing the record base and then like gluing teeth into it, or is this printing teeth too? We print or? the teeth in the base. It's all printed. Wow. So the teeth are all pink. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so great denture. So or, you get what you pay for. Or the tune is all white. Right. Yeah. Or, or a, a record base that's all white. So do you think really like, because I've seen some milled dentures recently, like through Ivaclar and stuff like that, where they're milling right. the teeth separately and then that. the base, and then you glue them together, and then it goes in for like finishing and polishing. So when you talk about printing dentures versus milled dentures, mm-hmm. where's the future? It's totally printed. Yeah. Everything. Less waste, right? Look, when I think about printing versus milling, printing you know is how long it, Well, this is a lab opinion, but it takes three and a half hours to mill a denture. Okay. We With can off, print no, off seven in an mill, hour and right? 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Now, if only you could print seven Maryland bridges, you could send me all seven of them. <laughs> and then in about a week and a half, I'd have gone through you, the supply. We could send you ten at a time. That'd be sweet. I'm going to need it for these stupid lateral, missing lateral cases that we're doing. Um, so that's awesome. So tell us, Oral Arts Dental Lab is in what city? Huntsville, Alabama. Huntsville, Alabama. And I've been to Huntsville, Roll Alabama time. before. What? And uh, I visited the lab. Yeah, you and Chris Yeah, came. we came. We hung out. We, uh, we we were there for like a whole day. Yeah. I had to fly to Atlanta first, so I flew over Huntsville you from San Antonio get, you and then get, flew back, which yeah. is always fun. Uh, but we had a good day. It's 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 a good operation. Thank you. Everybody 
everybody there is engaged. You have people that live there at the lab. And by that, I mean you, you drive them so hard in piecemeal work that they actually have to sleep at their bench. Twelve to make, apartments. No, actually, you do have an apartment facility there for some That's lab right. techs if they, are, if they, if they need I some place to stay. I lived there for two years. How was that? Were these bachelor years? It, it was years? a living hell. Yeah? Were these <laughs> there were eyes on me 24-7. Yeah, okay, yeah. so these weren't great bachelor no, years. No. Okay. Yeah. So I uh, rode my bike and, and slept the now whole you were time. almost a professional cyclist, right? I was, yeah. You were a professional cyclist. I made five, oh, wow. $5,000 a year in salary. <laughs> Watch out, ladies. Um, oh, that's awesome. Lance is a big cycling fan. I am. I am. I, I, uh, so much of a fan. I've even traveled to France to watch do, the tour. And do you I, dope? Are you a doper? I, I try. <laughs> just not, just not successfully. If you can't tell already, the answer is obviously <laughs> yes. He dopes with Twinkies, that's Doritos, right. and Cheetos. I mean, yeah, mostly yeah, Cheetos. Right, yeah, mostly yeah. Cheetos. Um, so. The Tour de France is going on now. It's going, it's going on, on right now. now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and who's going to win? It'll probably be Froome. Froome. He's yeah. doping. But he's doping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it takes. Yes. Ask Lance. So that's Scott Frome, right? Peridonis from New York City. <laughs> I don't know who these people are. I know more about the World Cup than I do you cycling. And stuff. I know less about the World Cup than anything. So so that's, that's, that's great. Um, what's your most expensive bike? The one I just ordered last week. <laughs> I got a brand new bike coming. How, oh, yeah. Are we talking like carbon fiber? Oh, yeah. $10,000. Okay. Oh, God. What's your most expensive bike? I got a specialized Roubaix. It's carbon, but it was only 2000 uh, <laughs> More BDE right here. I told bit, you. Bit. I know. I, I, I told you, man, I had more BDE. I pierce my nose and my eyebrow and, and I'm work single. On that. I don't have anything to spend my money on. Oh, there you on. go. Okay. You guys, you need to go out to Huntsville I, and ride. Let's with, do it. Or yeah. you need to go out to Seattle and ride with him. You bring the EPO. Okay. We'll be good to go. <laughs> okay. Very nice. We well, can Matt, do that. Thank you so much Thanks, for joining guys. us. It was great. Oral Arts and Matt Wins. Thank you so much. So our last question every week is from a website called Reddit. Do you guys know what Reddit is? Reddit is sort of like message boards. There's a Reddit for there's a subreddit for everything you can imagine. And there's a subreddit for dentistry. And the subreddit for dentistry generally is patients asking dentists crazy questions. But this week, we have a question of a young dentist asking other dentist questions. Okay. Um, and so this was sent in to us by a listener. So I didn't see this question. A listener sent it in. He's actually here. Andy, Andy, why don't you come up here and do this question? I'm doing this off, off, the, uh, off the cuff. Lance didn't know about this. We got a little gift for you, Andy. We've got some stickers, some working interferences stickers, and we've got a working interferences t-shirt. I knew he was Asian, so I got the small one. <laughs> it's the only small shirt we have left. So, Andy, you're going to answer this question. Throw this on. In just a second, you can tell us all about yourself. So, Andy, you practice in Austin. Yes. You're starting your own practice. Yes. You came to a lecture of mine a few months ago. Seattle at, Study Club. A Seattle Study Club lecture, and you told me about this question. Yes. And I didn't believe you. Right. And you sent it to me to prove that it was true. Yes. So let's do the question. We can talk about it because you're younger than we are, right? So I think yeah. this is you'll have a better a little perspective. Bit. <laughs> a little bit. A couple of years. Andy sent this in. This is from Reddit user Dwarven Daycare. They asked. 
how do I verify that there is no tooth, no fractured root tip left after I take out a tooth? See title. I'm a young dentist and I am very often, and I say that because it was in capital letters, unsure that I have pulled the whole tooth. I do inspect the tooth thoroughly after extracting it, compare its root tips to the x-ray, and inspect the empty alveole, which I don't think is a word. I think the word he meant was alveolus, if I remember anatomy correctly. Could be. I inspect the empty alveole thoroughly, yet I'm sure un I'm still unsure rather often. Lance, how do you know if you pulled the whole tooth? I just look at it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> pretty easy one, right? Kind of, yeah. Have you ever had that problem? All the time. Really? No. <laughs> okay, good. Because all the stuff I have made up about how to make fun of this young dentist was now going to be uh, up the creek if you said that. So, there's certainly been times that, like, a little piece oh, of yeah. root tip, right? Oh, for sure. But I wouldn't call that often, uh, would that's, you? It's, no, not routinely, no. Right. Often? No, but funny story. I sent the patients <laughs> to the hospital once. Really? Okay. What'd you do? Yeah. It was a. And keep it for anybody listening at home. This is all hypothetical. <laughs> yeah. Per right. Andy's malpractice right. carrier, this experience didn't actually happen. <laughs> <laughs> We're making this up. There was a sinus perf that I didn't know. Looking for a root tip. Yeah. Blew some air. Her whole face filled up. Nice. Yeah. 911. Yeah. She was in the hospital for a week. No, what? She was, uh. I called her, sent her cookies. <laughs> Please don't sue me. <laughs> and, uh, noted everything. She came back to the office after she was done with the hospital and said, I want to see the doctor that blew up my face and tried to kill me. <laughs> I came out. She took a photo. She said, Thanks for trying to kill me. I'm going to sue you. And then I tried to call her, and she said, why the are you calling me? Did she sue you? Uh, hopefully not. Was this last week? When was this? <laughs> when? Yeah. Like, a couple months ago. Okay. So it's okay. Hypothetically. 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 Okay. So I called one of the oral surgeons yeah. we know, yeah. and he said, just either push the air out, and the patient's going to be fine. Yeah. The patient didn't understand that. Yeah. <laughs> she, was, she was saying every time I called her, I'm going to get surgery. You killed me. My eyeball's huge. I'm going to sue you. It didn't feel good. Yeah, no. no, that's, no. no. <laughs> I think that's the understatement of the evening. <laughs> so I had no idea about this when we brought Andy up. No, it's hypothetical. You're hypothetically, right. I had no idea about this. Holy moly. I think that is that, an, is that considered an air embolism? Yes. Okay. That's okay. exactly what it is. Yeah. And so I love how she said you killed me. However, we're having a conversation <laughs> on the phone. I don't think that counts. Yeah. No, yeah. I think yeah. you didn't kill her. Um, I'm pretty sure. I mean, the test results are in. Right. No. Right. But you, I think she's still alive. Yeah. Was there a root tip up there? I don't know anymore. Okay. <laughs> I feel like if you get that, if, if they, she ever has surgery and you get that root tip back, you should frame that root tip. Yeah. Or make a keychain out of it or an earring or an amulet of something, some kind. Something. 
So, I, to me, I think if, if I can't tell if I got the old tooth out, I think there's a fairly easy way to look for it besides your eyes. I would say you take a PA, right? That's, that's <laughs> the next step, yeah. I mean, that's kind of simple. And if there's a root there, you then get the root out. Right. Well, that, hypothetically. What am I missing? I, what am I missing here? Yeah, you got me. Uh, what's that? The piercing? I'm missing oh. the piercing. So here's... I lectured one time at a dental school on the East Coast, and I don't want to call it out. I don't want to put it on blast. It's in a big metropolitan city on the East Coast. Private school, high-dollar high tuition. And when I was speaking to the seniors, I was asking them, like, how many crowns do you do? And they're like, oh, like, three? Cool. Like, this week or, like, when? Like, your whole dental school career? Yeah, okay. How many teeth do you take out? Like, oh, five? five teeth during their whole entire dental school career. And this really? is in a city that I guarantee you has would have a line out the door for an emergency clinic, sure, right? Sure. People having toothaches and broken teeth that can't afford endos. So I feel like that there's one thing that dental school should be good at. It's teaching dental students how to get teeth out, right? That's the one thing there should be a plentiful amount of. You would think, yeah. And the fact that we have dentists that are graduating dental school that aren't sure how to know often that they got the tooth out. Right. And they're paying a million freaking dollars <laughs> for their education. Mike, do you at least know how to... I know you're an orthodontist now, but do you at least know how to tell if you got all the tooth out? Million dollars well spent, right? <laughs> this just blows my mind. Yeah, that does seem... I'm pretty sure we did a hell of a lot more than that at my school. I'm pretty sure I took out hundred. I took out more than five teeth on ten or fifteen different single patients. Right? right? Yeah. I mean, th the ability to take out teeth in dental school is plentiful, or it should be. Right. So, if there's one thing you should be good at when you get out of school, it's extractions. Well, you would think. You'd be wrong. Apparently. Right. So, typically, what we do is. Reddit allows you to see other posts that these people have made, and typically we bring up their user profiles, and we find some crazy stuff. It gets dark. We've had suicide notes. Yeah. yeah. We've had uh, weird obsessions with some singer named Frank Ocean, who I don't know who that is. Any fans? Uh, anybody know who Frank Ocean is? I don't know who Frank Ocean is. Is he related to old. Billy Ocean? That's what no, I want to know. Not. Okay. Yeah, I thought it has to be related to Scotty Ocean, right? He has a song called He does. That's him? Okay. All right. All right. Well, I missed Fair out enough. on Frank Ocean. I think you did. This one, I go to look at their user profile, and literally every word is in German. So this was the only post he's ever made in English. So oh. there may be gold there, but I couldn't find it. <laughs> okay. So, All right. we don't so have maybe, it's, maybe it's a reflection of the German school system. I, you know, from what I heard about Germany circa the 40s, they were pretty good at taking teeth out, especially ones that had gold crowns in them. Um, I feel like they would be better at the detail work than this, yeah. right? Maybe. I, I don't know, man. I, I feel bad about dental education if this is the state of dental education. If young dentists can't get teeth out and know they got the old teeth out or got the old tooth out often, 
and you're charging $100,000, for an education, shame on you, dental schools. Shame on you. And maybe this is a kid that fell through the cracks. Could be. But I feel bad about the future of dentistry if this is the case. So we're going to hope this was just maybe, you know, I'm not good at endo. I'll be the first to admit it. But I'm also That's not trying to do endo. Right. <laughs> so maybe this person needs to refer out their Maybe it's time to, get, to have an oral surgeon as a good yeah. friend. Yeah. Yeah. What, so after this has happened to you, do you do you think twice about taking teeth out now? No. You're still going at it? Yeah. Stay strong, my friend. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Where'd you go to dental school? Tufts. Nice. Okay. That Just for the record, that was not the school uh, that had yeah. Okay. yeah. Tufts <laughs> is actually a good school. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah no. How did you feel like your education was? It was good. Okay. How many crowns did you do? Three. <laughs> Today or when? No, no, the whole, yeah. the whole year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seriously? No. Yeah. How many did you do? I don't know. Like, like enough, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. And a lot okay. of extractions. Yeah. Any endos? few. Okay. See, endo's yeah. the hard part, right? Yeah. Endo's the struggle, I think, for dental schools because it's more expensive. They got the crowd. So I get endo. But you know what? Dental CE with endo is pretty easy to get, right? You can get endo CE anywhere because the companies want you to use their files and all that kind of stuff. So I feel less bad about that. But I do feel surgery is a fundamental that you need to graduate with. You need to know how to do a class two. You need to know how to do a single crown prep. You need to know how to do a bridge prep. You need to know how to get a tooth out, right? Right. And you felt pretty, pretty prepared out of Tufts? Yeah. Would you mind disclosing what your debt was when you graduated? Just from Tufts? F- whatever. Uh, I mean, I don't, you got a gambling like, thing going on? Or what? Like, <laughs> about four, four fifty-five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's about right, because you're about half the size of Mike. Right. So, <laughs> that seems from a from a uh, inch for inch standpoint, that seems about right. So yeah. So that that makes sense. That makes sense. Where'd you go to college? UMass Amherst. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Full ride. So. Nice. Whoa. Yeah, he's All Asian, right? right? Yeah. That makes sense. That makes, yeah. The small. Makes sense. Because he got the small yeah. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Lance's daughters wear the small shirt. So, <laughs> very nice. Andy, thank you so much thank for the you. question. We appreciate it. Everybody, right. big hand for Andy. Thanks. Hypothetically, if Andy knows, if anybody knows any attorneys, you want to send Andy, hook him up. Hypothetically, so at the end of every show, we pick a song and we uh, to end the show on. Mm-hmm. We take turns back and forth. Last week it was you, and That's your right. song was Alex Chilton by the Replacements. Okay, which again, no one here has ever heard of. <laughs> Somebody knows it. All right. Holy moly, you guys are soulmates. Um, so it's my turn, and so I tried to look for songs related to Indiana. Yeah. And surprisingly, there's not a ton. Okay. But we found one, and it's a great one. Tom Petty, Mary Jane's Last Dance, Indiana Girl on an Indiana Night. So this is Tom Petty's. Do you have anything to add on Tom Petty? I asked you this earlier. You always have like weird, obscure facts, uh, facts about uh, about the, musical artists. Yeah, but usually the weird, obscure facts about the musical artist that's weird and obscure. Right. So Tom so Petty's mainstream. I... I don't know anything. Let me ask you this. If I told you Mm -hmm. that Tom Petty was actually John Elway's dad, would you be stunned? I don't think I would. I see the resemblance. Right. That's what I'm saying. Tom Petty looks like John Elway's dad. A little bit. A little bit. So this is John Elway's dad with Last Dance with Mary Jane. For Lance Timmerman, I am Joshua Austin. Peace.
up tall and she grew up right with them Indiana boys on an Indiana night. Away was more than they'd seen. I was introduced and we both started grooving. She said, I think you, baby, but I got to keep moving. On. Keep moving on. Last dance with Mary Jane. One more time to kill the Dance with Mary Jane One more time to kill the pain 